if you look at our growth right now, it's between 30, 50% quarter on quarter. Um, if you keep doing this, those numbers per month will, will go up massively. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Bram Medina. He's the CEO at Hireport, a platform that brings back speed, scale, and simplicity to external recruitment. He's an industrial engineer, former VC and private equity investor, and serial startup founder, now living in Amsterdam with his wife, Tanya, and two-year-old Marcus. All right, Bram, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, Nathan. Okay, let's jump in here. So um, who's paying for Hireport today, and how are they using you? Yes, it's a mix of companies, I would say. It's startups, scale-ups, and also um, smaller corporate corporates today. Um, the model is very simple. It's a uh, 100% no cure, no pay. That's what most companies know in the external recruitment business. So uh, we decided to offer them something they understand already. On top of that, there will be layers with uh, SaaS solutions. So there's additional services that uh, have a monthly subscription. So let's talk about the SaaS first. What are people paying like per month? What's the fee they're paying per month? What do they get? Yeah, it depends on uh, the kind of integrations that they want. We have applicant tracking system integrations today for mid-sized companies and smaller uh, startups that would be about um, 99 euros a month. Um, and for larger companies that would, for example, use Workday or uh, SAP success factors, those are uh, applicant tracking systems for enterprises. They would pay around 500 euros a month. So the SaaS fee is dependent on the level of integrations they want, whether it's a you know a startup tool or an enterprise tool. Hundred percent. That's it. I see. Okay. Very cool. And so, um, what? And if you split down your total revenue, what percent would you say is coming from SaaS versus other? We'll just call it other revenue. Yeah. Currently, it's a small percentage from SaaS. It's about ten percent. Okay. Um, but we expect that to grow really rapidly. The most, the part, uh, biggest part of the recurring business is actual placements taking place on the platform. Now, let's talk about that. Right, the success. Right. So, so how do you charge when you successfully place a candidate? Yeah, there's a fixed fee that we uh, charge. So, when there's, for example, a senior. Um, engineer that's placed at, uh, at one of our companies on the platform, there's a fee that's uh, around 16,000 euros. And a um, small part of that lands with us, transaction fee. And most of that fee goes to the actual recruiter who made that placement. The recruiters are the heroes on our platform. And I think today, uh, maybe there's not a lot of people who really love the external recruiters anymore. We do. Uh, we filter out the best ones and we give them a podium to be able to deliver at the best companies in so Europe six- right now. 16,000 euros, about 20,000 USD. What percent of that 20,000 success fee will the recruiter typically get? Uh, over 80%. Eight zero or one eight? Eight zero. 80. Wow. Okay. So, so I mean, we're talking like 16, 16,000, something like that. So is the rest of the other 20% goes directly to you? Yeah. The other percentage goes to us. That's uh, what we live from. So that's the most important uh, revenue driver right now, which is supported by the SaaS uh, Subscriptions. I see. Interesting model. So basically, every candidate you place, you're going to make 4,000 USD or something like 3,000 euros per, per placement. Yeah, that's about okay. It. What, what, um, 
take me, give me some sort of history here. When did you launch the business? What year? Yeah, we launched it 2020, really a few months after COVID hit. So this is something that we always wanted to do. Um, I've been uh, active in many industries, but I rolled into recruitment by accident uh, years ago. We had our own agency. So we have four years, five actually, actually uh, years of experience in this business, but we always operated in a model that didn't scale. So it was high quality what we did, but uh, you just had to put more people on the payroll to scale and doesn't work anymore. You know, these days you see in, in the platform economy that uh, people need a exponential solution to the problems, not a linear one. So we decided to bundle all the forces of all these small independent players that are there everywhere and put it all together, give them a platform to be able to deliver to the most interesting companies. Then you have what? something that scales instantly. That, that eight, so what you're saying is you had troubles recruiting at your agency and you said there needs to be a solution for this and then you build scratching your own itch effectively. Exactly. The, the amount of people on your payroll just limits how scalable your solution is. And most companies would, would call us and say, listen, I, I need a team of 10 engineers and I need them within two months. That is not something that any agency can easy, easily can do. Um, that's only something that you can do when you bundle all the forces of a lot of players and you instantly make that available. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a bit about the agency. So what, what was the agency doing? Yeah, the agency was helping companies find tech talent for permanent employment. Oh, it was also doing recruiting. Okay, so you weren't recruiting yeah. for yourself, but you were having problems recruiting for other people in an agency model. Yes, exactly, exactly that. And then we ran into this this ceiling, you know, that that um, made us see that the only way to do this is to to use technology to unlock all that power and take away all the pains. So yeah. when did you and launch we the made agency? That shift. When did you launch the agency? The agency we launched in two thousand and sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Okay. And up, yeah. up, and up, right until 2019. So the year before you launched Hireport, how much total revenue did the agency do? How big did you were able to grow it? Uh, that there was a number of millions of euros. Okay, millions, of, and and I guess translate that to number of candidates placed in 2019 via the agency. In 19, that's a good one. Um, or your best year? How many did you place in your best year? Yeah, I think I think it would look at about 70 placements a year. 70 placements. Okay. And, and, uh, were you, so if you're doing millions of euros of revenue off 70 placements, you're not making only 4k per placement. You were really a traditional recruiter back then charging big placement fees. Yes. You would get the full placement fee, but you would also have the people on the payroll and, and all those extra costs, of course. Oh, I see. I see. Interesting. Okay. So you then pivot in, in 2019 into 2020 to hire port. Do you shut down the agency completely or do you transfer all the talent over? No, we shut it down. We shut it down. Okay. Why not sell it? I mean, you're doing 3 million or 4 million in revenue. Why not go try and sell it? Yeah, I think that the most interesting thing to sell you know, is, is the client relationships. And actually, some of those clients we brought with us to the new platform. So you always have this cold start problem, let's say, to get things running, right? And this really helped us to straight away have a number of paying customers that wanted to join, that believed in what we wanted to achieve. Um, and we already had a network with other recruiters at other agencies. So we had kind of a, a good starting point. Um, and that really helped us get things mm -hmm. going. And then I guess, help me understand traction today at Hireport. So last month, how many candidates did you place? I think, um, you know, what is more interesting right now is to, is to look at the annual recurring revenue on the level that we're at. It's, it's a number of placements every month. Uh, I think we're now at about, um, let's say, uh, 600,000 euros of annual recurring revenue that, that and we're the, achieving. Uh, and, and how are you? Say, 
Look how at are you calculating that? Are you taking last month's revenue times 12? No, I'm, I'm in this case, I'm taking um, this month's uh, expected revenue times 12 because I, we already have placements in the books and we see that more is coming. But, okay, let's be more specific. Both of those, though, are a projection, right? You're guessing how much you're going to do this month and then you're multiplying by 12. Those are both huge assumptions. I want to give you credit for what you've already done. So last month, what was total revenue run rate? Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Last month was sixteen uh, k. Okay, one six. So, and is that mm-hmm. so? Is that coming from four placements where you earned four k per placement, or is that really like three placements where it's four k, so twelve k there, and then the other four k of revenue is coming from SaaS fees? Yeah. No, this is uh, four placements and going up, and the SaaS okay. part is really really small at this point in time. Okay, got it. So you don't, the, yeah, you don't have any. Sorry, I mean, do you, sorry. How many, how many, how many customers? I guess do you have paying an actual like a SaaS fee? One, one or two, or still you're you're still pre-launch on that? No, this we have one or two actually. We have one, let's say, signed contract, one coming up. So this is an integration applicant tracking system of Greenhouse, and um, we have a number of other applicant tracking systems uh, like Recruitee is very popular here. We have uh, people running on Home Run, uh, Workday, SAP Success Factors. These are um, ATS. Uh, systems that um, we developed API connections with right now. Got it. And those four placements that you placed last month, was that all into one company or how many unique companies did you place those in? Those were four companies. Four separate. Okay. Interesting. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. What are like the measurements you care about? Is it number of placements per month or per year? Or is it number of unique companies that hire at least one person through your platform? Is it number of recruiters that make a dollar through the marketplace? What is it? Yeah, I think the most important things for us is uh, the amount of interesting jobs that are on the platform and the amount of highly skilled recruiters that are on the platform. Those two you want to match. Uh, with the current infrastructure and team that we have, we can do 10 times, 15 times the revenue that we do right now. It's super scalable. So mm-hmm. uh, once you have a, a company on the platform, we now have companies like um, uh, yeah, Grand Vision is a client of ours. They have one role, very happy with what we did. They want another role, they expand. So it, it's a super scalable model in that sense. Mm-hmm. How many recruiters are on the platform today? Right now, there is 104 recruits on the platform. Mm-hmm. And, and that is and growing hand you- in hand with companies. How do you define on the platform, you know, getting a million recruiters, but if no one's actually hiring anybody, right, that doesn't do you any good. So how do you define on the platform? Yeah, that means that we have screened someone for an hour 
and they came through that screening with a positive outcome. They've given, uh, been given access and they can actually see what is happening on higher parts. That is the potential power on the recruiter side. Then also we measure, of course, how uh, large the percentages of people that are active that, that log in every week and check out the vacancies uh, mm -hmm. and actually propose people. Those are different uh, metrics. It's very high, actually. So right now, uh, let's say, amount of recruiters that are active from those 104 is over 60%. And the amount of recruiters proposing is around 30%. Mm -hmm. And that is already uh, with the size that we are today, which is relatively small, as 30 companies that are on the platform right now with on average two to three uh, vacancies. So between, uh, let's say, uh, 70 and 100 um, vacancies, jobs. So, but uh, that could scale really quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. So, so 30 companies with an average of two vacancies, 104 recruiters trying to help those 30 companies. That's the marketplace model. How many of the 104 recruiters have placed at least one candidate successfully? That'd be around 10. 10, yeah. Right so pow pow serious power laws here, obviously, right? You've got your top 10 recruiters yeah. doing most of the business. Yeah, they're definitely recruiters that have made several placements indeed. And um, yeah, that is an interesting metric to see. And how many since launch? How many total candidates have you placed to date? I think it would be close to 20. 20. I mean, that's the money metric, right? That's the ultimate success thing. You want that number to get up into the hundreds and thousands and millions eventually, hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's going up really quickly. So uh, you, uh, if you look at our growth right now, it's between 30, 50% quarter on quarter. Um, if you keep doing this, those numbers per month will, will go up massively. Well, yeah, but it's really easy to go from one candidate place to two and call it 100% growth, right? So that's, that's <laughs> it true. That's true. From four to you know eight that as a VC private equity guy. Come on. You've seen pitch decks where founders try and throw you for a chance. 300% growth, but they went from $1 to $3, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 100% um, true. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, um, and just to be clear, so sixteen thousand dollars, sort of in, in monthly recurring revenue, well, monthly rev, not recurring really, but monthly revenue last month. Where were you exactly a year ago? Were you totally pre-revenue? Pre-revenue. Okay, yeah. got it. So you spent 2020 and then almost all of 2021 really building. 100%. We're building, building, and also on the supply side, making sure you have the right recruiters on the platform, make sure you activate them on the company side as well. Uh, that's that's where most of the work is. And then once you have the trust, once the engine has started, which I think is fair to say, we solved this cold start problem for the Netherlands. Uh, that's the stepping stone for Europe. And then that's the stepping stone for the US. Um, that's where we are right now. So the, the focus for 2022 is really expand the business in the Netherlands, uh, more placements, more learnings, uh, stronger supply side, stronger demand side, interesting companies. And then 2023, we will go abroad to Europe. I'm also preparing a uh, funding round in the next months uh, to make that possible. Are you bootstrapped to date? No, we have we have investors. So we did a lot of the investments ourselves uh, up to the moment the platform was actually ready. Then we brought on uh, a number of investors, informals, and also a venture capital uh, fund. And we raised uh, half a million dollars. In what year? September last year. September okay. last year. Half a million yeah. September last year. And then how much did you guys put in personally, I guess pre-launch when you jumped in? Yeah, that's a bit hard to say. I mean, it's, it's I mean, not necessarily purely cash, but we had very low income, all kinds of stuff like that. So we had all the clients that we brought in from the previous company, which we funded. So in terms of value, substantial value. Um, but but how much cash? I mean, like literally, I always like to know. Are, you know, you do you drain your savings to launch the startup, or are you playing it safe and keeping a cushion? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm all in. But that 
that also has to do with um, let's say the funding of everything up to the moment we launched Hyperport that came from our pockets actually yeah. uh, but Hyperport was a new venture that we then started so um, and what who I is we what is are, did you have how many co-founders three so there's Alexander there's Remco and myself and now there's six of us in total and did you guys split the three co-founders split equity evenly at the start or no we did Okay, so 33% each, which is nice and diplomatic. And then uh, it sounds like you're at six full time today. When you did that $500,000 pre-seed round back in 2020, most pre-seeds you're seeing sort of a, maybe a five cap, something like that. Were you sort of selling 10 to 20% of the business in that range? Yeah, we were aiming for about that, but um, let's say closer to 20%. Okay, got it. So you sold about 20% so that you're talking like a, maybe a 2.5 post-money valuation, right? That's about right. Okay. And what are you targeting now in this current round? We are going to raise uh, 2 million euros. Okay. And do you know what you're targeting in terms of valuation? Like you don't want to sell more than X percent? No, no, no. But there's so many factors that are important to us. I think the most important factor is to get uh, VCs on board that open doors, that have a portfolio of companies that we can plug the solution in. I think all those factors are much more important than uh, only the valuation. Of course, we're looking at a healthy model, right, to still have a, a, the ability to steer the company together with the lead investor and the current lead investor. But um, no, we're looking at, at the ranges. It's something that we need to discover. Yep. Very cool. All right. Let's wrap up here, Bram, with the famous five. Number one, last book that you read. Yeah. Um, last book that I read, that is um, my favorite book. I keep rereading it. It's uh, Nelson Mandela in his own words. Number two, uh, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I like Elon Musk. Uh, very complicated person, very inspiring person, but I love the way he approaches uh, old problems and new problems and solves it in a completely new way. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Hireport? Salesforce. Love it. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Ah, I, try, I try to get eight, but uh, my little boy has different plans sometimes. So between seven and eight. All right. So what, married one kid? Yes, married one kid, and uh, it's, it's the perfect team for now. That's awesome. And how old are you, Bram? I am 40 years old. Last month, 40. I turned 40. 40 years old. Congrats. And uh, last question, Thanks. something you wish you knew back when you were 20 years old. To wish myself? Yep. Uh, good question. I wish to keep on taking a lot of risk. High risk, high reward. I think that's, that's one of the most important lessons. Guys, Hireport.io started off as an agency in 2016, grew to about $3 million in revenue before going, you know what, we need to build software for this. Shut down the $3 million agency, launched Hireport.io. Three co-founders, 33% each. They're now scaling six people. They placed four candidates last month. They make on average 20K per place candidate, but they're building a marketplace. Recruiters on their platform actually take about 16,000 of that 20K fee and Hireport only keeps about 4K. So they're allowing over 104 recruiters to build livelihoods on the platform and the marketplace serving 30 customers they have onboarded with about two job openings each. So marketplace is healthy. They're scaling 500K raised on the pre-seed round at 2.5 posts, looking to raise 2 million today. We'll see where Bram takes it next. Bram, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan.